Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the pickleball podcast aimed at your improvement as a pickleball player. This week's podcast, we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you a tournament update for the PPA tournament here in Tampa that Jill and I were fortunate enough to play in this past weekend. See some friends, play some nice pickleball. It's a lot of fun, but I'm going to give you some ideas, some some concepts or thoughts that occurred to me while playing the tournament and after that I think might help, particularly with the mental and emotional part of playing the game. The riff this week, I'm going to talk about being ready to play pickleball, being ready in the ready position. It's going to be really helpful to you in terms of just being ready when you're out there, being ready to do your best when you're out on the pickleball court. So if you're into that kind of stuff, stay tuned for the podcast. You've studied the pickleball videos, maybe read a pickleball book, taken a lesson or two, but there's just something missing, something to complete the whole picture. That's where VI Pickleball comes in. VI Pickleball is the most immersive pickleball learning community available today. You can check out more information at wearepickleball.com. See you in the community. Before I give you the update from the PPA tournament, if you listen to the podcast, you know at the end of every podcast, I say that if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you share it with your friends. If you enjoy it, they probably will too. I wanted to thank you all for doing that. If you haven't done it yet, please consider doing it. It really helps us get the word out there, get the information out there. Our objective at, at Into Pickle and, and VI Pickleball and in Pickleball Therapy Podcast is to help grow the sport and help as many players as possible uh, le- learn and improve in this wonderful game. So if you have a chance to do that, we certainly appreciate it. In terms of the uh, tournament, so it was a PPA tournament in Tampa. The, if you know the, anything about the tournament uh, circuit, there's two sort of competing professional tours right now. There's the PPA and the APP. Uh, kind of interesting how they're just basically uh, backwards one from the other. But the PPA had their event here in Tampa. It was hosted by uh, the always gracious and obviously amazing player, Simona Jardim, who's uh, down in this area of Florida, about a couple hours south of us here in Tampa. So she was she hosted the event. Uh, she was the, the lead, the main host, the main pro hosting the event. And it was a fantastic tournament. We really enjoyed it. Uh, Jill and I had not played in tournaments in, in quite a quite a little bit here. And so we were uh, pretty happy to be able to participate in the tournament. Uh, Jill participated in both mixed and uh, in women's. In mixed, uh, Jill and I used to partner together all the time in mixed. But uh, now that I'm an older man, uh, I play in the senior division and Jill plays in the b- below senior division. So she played in 35 plus uh, 5.0 with a good friend of ours, Mon. I uh, did really well in there. I had some tough battles, but, uh, you know, just battled uh, uh, battled all day and uh, ended up going down twice, actually, to the silver medalist in the division. So it was a good good run for them. And she played uh, she played women's doubles uh, with our friend Linda. Uh, also, I believe it was also, uh, I can't remember that was 4-5 or 5-0. I cannot remember that. But uh, I know that uh, they played uh, they played their hearts out on Friday and, um, uh, you know, some good battles there as well. So, Really nice weekend for them. I played Senior Pro Men on Saturday and Senior Pro Mixed on Sunday. Uh, and uh, Saturday we went 2-2. Two and two. We got uh, knocked down by the team that ended up winning the bronze medal and then uh, knocked out in the in the bottom bracket by a team that, that did really well. Uh, had some really good performance against some other teams uh, and defeated some good teams. And uh, we went down, I think it was 15-11, so it was a good match. And, uh, you know, good battles all the way around in that uh, in that division. And then on Sunday, we were four and two. Uh, we got uh, uh, knocked uh, down by uh, Dan Grineau and uh, uh, I think I pronounced that correctly. And Linda Thompson, a very good team. 
and then got knocked out uh, by um, tournament who got oh by uh, Kelly Strobel and uh, and Eric Kennedy. So it was a good tournament uh, for us uh, all the way around. It was, it was very enjoyable. But what, what what stuck out to me or what's what struck me about the tournament was, uh, you know, was really is really my my takeaway from the tournament personally was how uh, whether I, you know, some games we won 15-1, 15-2, and then ultimately we lost a game 15-2 and mixed on Sunday. And what was interesting was, uh, I and I'm not sure what to ascribe it to, maybe I'll figure that out in the next couple weeks and update the podcast, but basically, uh, you know, it was the same same mindset in both. In other words, we fought in in both. We fought hard in, in the ones that we won, and we fought hard in the one that we lost or ones that we lost. But in both of them, we were able to maintain our composure, maintain our cool, uh, you know, whether you you frankly couldn't tell whether we were winning 15, you know, whether we we're winning 14-1 or we're down 14-2 at the time that you saw us play. And I thought that was a really sort of interesting outcome uh, for the tournament. I think it's, you know, our, our expectations, maybe not our expectations, but it's common to see players, you know, when they're up, they're they're a certain way and then when they're down they're another way you know sagging shoulders uh, things like that and so i think you know what what maybe the takeaway for you might be you know try and when you're out there you know really uh you know understand that you're out there it's a a bigger picture than just that particular point of that particular game you're out there really as part of a pickleball uh, let's say like a pickleball not just a community but a pickleball experience right and so the the idea is basically when you go out there to play, and if you if you listen to our podcast, uh, uh, the five episodes we have with Coach Pete on uh, on mental and emotional training, you'll remember that the three tenets of his book are compete, learn, and honor. And I felt that we did all of those this weekend, and it really changed the outcome, the the enjoyment, I should say, of the weekend and how we enjoyed the weekend because we went out there and we definitely competed. We went out there, we gave it our best, we strategized, we moved things around, so we weren't complacent. We weren't out there just just on the court we were we were executing our shots the best we could we were making adjustments uh, we were running around and we were doing everything that everything we could do we even had a there in on saturday we had a situation where there was a rules issue at 16 16 2 with me and my partner serving out call uh the ref saw it one way i'm i was confident that the rules were different i asked for a tournament director tournament or head referee head referee came out and uh and corrected the ruling by the ref and so you know big moments like that we had so you know we were we were definitely engaged definitely involved uh and so we competed as best we could we learned a lot because we you know again strategy and actually uh developed an, uh, a new strategy that i had never i haven't seen before and i had never used before developed it on the fly on sunday i'll be sharing that with you all over the next couple of weeks but you know so that's learning right and, and growing as a pickleball player and we also honored the game. And that's the part I think that sometimes maybe gets lost. Uh, sometimes when we get lost inside the when we're inside the barrel, so to speak, and we just can't see clearly what's going on, we're upset because we popped the ball up or because we missed a shot or whatever the cause is. Uh, you know, and so we you know, sometimes we get lost in that and we lose ourselves in in a negative way. Uh, I think when Coach Pete talks about losing ourselves in the game or, or letting the game be bigger than us, it's basically allowing you know not letting those little moments take you know drag us down and really honoring the game that we play and when you do that you're honoring not only the game you're honoring your your opponents which i think is really important to honor your opponents you're honoring your partner right normally you're on the court most of us play doubles the vast majority of time 
So we're out there with our, you know, with our partner. And so honoring your partner is really important. Your partner's out there with you giving his or her best, uh, just as you are. Uh, and also honoring yourselves. Uh, you know, so, you know, being gracious in both victory and defeat, I think is really important, e- even when it's lopsided, like I mentioned earlier, whether you win 15 to one or lose 15 to one, uh, you know, the, the idea that, of just being gracious in both scenarios. And, you know, I think it's, it's really important to, to maintain those in mind. The other thing that's really important, I think, in this tournament brought out is, as I mentioned, uh, I played senior pro uh, both days. And so that's a, obviously a challenging level. That's not a that's a level that's going to uh, that's going to push me to my maximum, push me to my limit, right, in terms of what I'm able to do as a pickleball player. And so uh, playing at that level and anybody who plays at, at a level that challenges them. So say that, you know, you're playing at 4.0 or you're playing at 3.5 or whatever level you're playing at. If that level is challenging you, meaning you're, you're at the correct level, you have to accept the fact that you are going to lose games. In other words, you're, you're going to lose games, and you're going to lose games that perhaps in your mind you think that you should not have lost. That tells you that you are playing at a level that is good for you. Now, let's go to an extreme. If you're losing, you know, if, if you're playing 10 games and not getting two points a game and losing every game, then perhaps that's not the right level for you in terms of it being... Uh, too high of a level if you're playing all your games and winning all your games so if you're winning all your games you know 11 4 11 5 11 3 every time then you're probably too far on the other side of the spectrum of that group of, of players of that level of play but if you're in there and you, if you find that sweet spot that kind of goldilocks porridge uh, temperature that's perfect then what you're doing is you're you're gonna and in a perfect world you would be probably winning half and losing half right so that tells you okay i'm right in the middle of this group meaning that I'm getting, I'm winning sometimes, right? Because I'm executing a little better than they are. I'm changing my strategy, whatever you're doing to, to adjust to the game. But you're also losing sometimes. That tells you that you're in, in the right level. And so, you know, the idea that you're going to always win is simply a fantasy. Uh, I mentioned it. I was having a conversation earlier with uh, CJ Johnson, uh, who's my a partner in VI Pickleball, as you probably already know. And we're having a conversation about these concepts. And basically, you know, the idea of, of, of always, of trying to always win, right? In other words, of, of winning every match being your metric is that idea of chasing the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So you basically miss the rainbow. You miss all the, all the great things and all the beauty of the event because you're trying to continually chase that pot of gold, which is, as you well know, if you know the, 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 the concept of the pot of gold, it's a myth, right? It's, a, it's, it's unreachable. So, you know, so I think what's really important is to focus on, or at least I'd say first to understand that you are definitely, definitely, definitely going to lose points, games, and matches, even ones that perhaps you maybe quote unquote should have won, whatever that means, uh, if you are playing at a level that is a challenge for you. And if you're doing that, as long as you're playing at a level that's a challenge for you, then I think accept the fact that you're going to accepting the fact that you're going to lose from time to time, or, or you know, if I said it correctly, say 50% of the time, then you're going to enjoy more. You're going to understand. You're going to recognize the rainbow, see the rainbow for what it is, and really appreciate what's happening uh, when you play. So at the end of the day, you know, when you're battling, giving it your all, leaving everything on the court, so to speak. Uh, you know, you can walk off the court uh, as we did this weekend uh, with your health, head held high, knowing that you did the best you could uh, and that you honored the game and yourself. So wanted to share those thoughts with you about the tournament. Uh, hopefully that'll be helpful to you in maybe uh, rejigging uh, your your mind when you go out to play. 
and uh, help you uh, get ready next time you go out to play and have a better perspective when you're out there. So that's that on the tournament update. We're going to next, we're going to riff on some being ready to play. Pickleball at the best you can next time you go out to play. Stay tuned. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball. But how? Now it's easy. Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. Before I get into the riff, I wanted to let you know that CJ Johnson and I are doing some pickleball therapy lives on uh, YouTube and on Facebook. So if you like Facebook streaming better, you can go on there. If you like YouTube better, you can go on there. And basically what we're doing is we're going to we're doing these uh, kind of pop-up lives that we're doing. If you want to be in, uh, if you want to be in, uh, notified of those, make sure you go to wearepickleball.com and just give us your email address so we can send you an email, let you know when the uh, next one is coming up. And basically, what ha what happens there is we get on, we have a couple of topics to talk about. We'll take some questions if we if we have time for them. Uh, last time we did one this week, it was really interesting. Uh, you know, we kind of touch on a bunch of different things and answer some questions it was a lot of fun so we plan on doing those in the future so if you're interested in that pickleball therapy live uh, make sure you go to wearepickleball.com and put your email so you get notified of that one of the things that cj does really well for all of us at, at vi pickleball myself and everybody else at the vi pickleball is keep kind of keeping our eye on the ball keeping our eye on on what's important uh, on, on, on what we need to be focused on if we want to improve as pickleball players and in a second i'm going to explain to you as pickleball athletes, you're going to see what I mean in a second. So, you know, one of the things that she worked on recently was this idea of like, what does it mean to be ready? And so for most players, like, you know, m most players think about ready being like paddle. Where's my paddle ready position, right? Is my paddle here or there? Where, where should I hold it, you know, to be ready to play? And, you know, and many points actually end with one player saying, or at least thinking to him or herself, ah, I should have had my paddle ready there. So, you know, that is part of the game, being paddle ready, right, or having a paddle ready. But being ready to play pickleball is so much more than just paddle preparation or where you hold your paddle. So there's a couple other areas that, that CJ uh, laid out, uh, and, and you can get an access to it. I'll link to it below uh, so you can access the, the entire written material. But I want to summarize it here for you. So one, one idea is, you know, that you need to be game ready. So, you know, a lot of times, myself included, I'm, I'm guilty of this. You know, we get out to the courts, we're kind of excited to play, we see other players there, pick up a ball, go out there and start banging the ball around. And then you start playing and that's it. But, you know, is that really the best way to set yourself up to play the best you can, to be optimally prepared to be on the court? And the suggestion is there's a couple of different things, or more than a couple, there's a couple of different things I want to point on right now that that uh, that really will help you get the most out of your, your playtime, your pickleball playtime. One is simply a warm-up, right? Not simply, but a warm-up. And a dynamic stretch warm-up. Uh, we have a dynamic stretch uh, uh, booklet that you can download from us uh, that'll help you with some dynamic stretching. So doing some dynamic stretching will really get your, your joints, all your hips, your knees, all that stuff going. Uh, it'll warm up your body uh, so that you don't, you know, you reduce the chance of injury by doing that. So that's really helpful. And the other thing is taking a few minutes to get mentally ready. You know, how often do we go out there? And again, I'm guilty of this as well. We go out there, maybe we've been thinking about work or 
I don't know, something that you got to do at the house or whatever. And we get out on the pickleball course, we start playing, and we haven't really switched gears into pickleball play, which means, A, we're not playing that well, probably. B, uh, when we make an error, now all of a sudden it's huge because we've been thinking about this thing that's been nagging us. And so now when we miss a shot or whatever, now everything kind of gets tied together in our minds. It's not productive. It becomes can become very negative. So one thing is also becoming kind of giving yourself a few minutes to mentally switch gears in your mind to what you're going to be doing next, which is you know playing pickleball if that's where you're headed. And one of the things I suggest, and it, it, I know it sounds like I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to you know continue to promote the podcast, which I guess I sort of am too, but listen to the podcast. You know, put an old episode of the podcast with Coach Pete. Listen to his. He has a very soothing voice, in my opinion. Put that on while you're on your way to the courts. Listen to it and just kind of, you know, get into the mindset of honoring the game of, you know, all the stuff we talked about earlier in the tournament update. So, you know, that's a good way to get mentally ready. So that's a really important part. But what about even before you're at the game? Are there things you can do before you're at the game in order to be ready, right? Remember, we we're talking about being ready to play or, or doing your best, being ready to do the best you can when you're out on the pickleball court. And so one of the things is, you know, what can you do before you even head out to the courts? You know, the, the one that comes to mind is drilling, right? What about a little bit of drilling? And it doesn't have to be, and it could be at the courts as well, but it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to go out to, to drill for six hours. You know, if you drill for five minutes with your friends before you start playing, you will see improvement in your game and you will play better in that session. But drilling as much as you can, you can do drilling uh, at home. You can do drilling with a paddle and a mirror. You can do drilling against a wall with a foam ball. Uh, inside VI Pickleball, you know, we have a ton of suggestions on things like that, you know, about how to use a foam ball, how to, you know, we have some indoor drills and things like that that you can do. Use those things to, to and you can find them on YouTube too. If you're not a member of VI Pickleball, there's other resources you can use as well. Find some drilling uh, techniques that'll help you and use those. And then sort of over simplest, simple things, right? But things that maybe we overlook are like things like hydration. If you haven't hydrated properly and you head out to play for three hours at, at 10 o'clock in the morning in, in a state with a lot of sun, you're going to be devastated by the end of, that, end of that game. So what you want to start doing is the day before, I know I'm playing tomorrow, start hydrating. Hydrate the day before, hydrate the morning, right? And then you go out there and you're going to have a better experience. You're going to feel better physically and, and perform better. And then the other thing is working on, there's there's a lot of, of aspects of the game. And I'm going to, I'm going to touch on this in a second about being a pickable athlete, but you know, there's other parts of the game that aren't simply how to hit the ball. So we talked about drilling and I was focusing on things like using a foam ball to hit against the wall and things like that. There's things that you can do that'll help not just your pickleball, but your life in general. Like uh, one of the things that CJ has really helped me understand better as we've been working together is the importance of balance and stability, particularly as we get older. As we get older, it, it's nothing, there's nothing, it's not because there's something wrong with you personally, right? It's just getting older, our balance and stability start to deteriorate. And, but we can, the good news is we can, we can, uh, we can stop or slow down the, the deterioration and get some back, right? Get, improve it by spending a little bit of time every day working on some balance and stability. And those are the kinds of things that you can do to help you become ready to play the best pickleball that you can play. And, I've been mentioning the concept of being a pickleball athlete, so let me address that. So inside VI Pickleball, CJ and I really stress to our members that they have ceased being pickleball players. They are no longer pickleball players. Pickleball players are persons who show up to the courts, paddle in hand, ready to play. And I mean no criticism of pickleball players. I am not trying to cast aspersions. I'm not saying that they're any less of anything, right? It's perfectly fine to play pickleball. If that's what you want to do, you want to show up with a paddle and have a nice time, 
I applaud that and I think it's amazing. I think you should do it. But once you start really spending time thinking about this game, once you start watching videos to learn a stroke or a different strategy, once you start listening to podcasts like this one, we would suggest that you pass from being a pickleball player to being a pickleball athlete. And that mind shift is, is really important. Once you become a pickleball athlete, then you start doing things or your mind starts telling you, you need to do things in addition to just showing up for the, the play schedule, just showing up for the three-hour schedule you're supposed to play or the open play or wherever you're playing. What your mind starts telling you is, wait a minute, aren't we supposed to hydrate? What about, did we stretch yesterday or not? You know, how are we eating? How are we, you know, all those types of, all those types of things, you know, am I more working on the mental part of my game, right? Am I, am I working on my emotional strength? Uh, so those types of things are things that a, an athlete in any sport would do. And there's no reason not to consider yourself, if you're doing the things that we mentioned earlier, including listening to this podcast, to consider yourself a pickable athlete and to behave like a pickable athlete. And I would suggest it's important to understand that it's not simply a, uh, you know, just a, a pretty name we're trying to throw at you or something we're trying to tell you that doesn't, doesn't have a significant impact. If you adopt and embrace the concept that you are now a pickable athlete, it will change your mindset and it will help you improve your pickleball play. But I would also suggest to you bigger picture, it'll help you improve your life because the things that are good for a pickleball athlete, things like, you know, nutrition, hydration, uh, physical uh, wellness, things like balance, stability, stretching, things like that. All of those things are great for pickleball, but they're also great for you in life in general. So embrace becoming a pickleball athlete in your mind. Start making that shift in your mind and you'll see the benefits of it in your pickleball play and your life in general. All right, that's a longer than normal podcast for us this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next uh, week, uh, when we do the YouTube Live and the Facebook Live, the Pickleball Therapy Live that I mentioned earlier, uh, we will. I am going to capture that and stream it to a podcast as well. So you're going to start seeing Pickleball Therapy Lives on this, uh, on this platform. What you'll know is that's basically CJ and I riffing about some pickleball subject or another and hopefully answering some questions. So hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. Stay well out there.